Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Congrats, friend. You're doing the thing. You're going to the gym. The hardest part is convincing yourself to even go in the first place. So kudos to you. Once you get to the gym, that's when the anxiety can set in. We were both gym noobs at one point, so we're going to help you manage the weirdness that is going to the gym for the first time. Deep breath. It's really not that scary, I promise. When it comes to going to the gym, there's a couple things to prep for. Setup is key. You're going to want to either go right before work, over lunch, or after work. What are you going to do? So if you do that, you're probably going to have to pack a bag. Here's what your gym bag should look like. A combination lock, headphones, gym clothes, toiletries, a towel, shoes, a couple pair of socks, a snack, water bottle, and pre-workout if you're into that. Being prepared when you go to the gym can be one of your cues too. Like those cues we keep talking about that create habits that stick. This could be having your bag ready for sure. If you decided that you're going to work out in the morning and that's going to work best for you, try setting your gym clothes out and your shoes out the night before. I've even been known to sleep in half of my gym clothes if I think I'm going to be on the struggle bus in the morning. You know what though? That's that's knowing yourself. You have to know your bullshit better than anyone else and exactly. that's that's how you do it. So making sure that you've got a snack of some kind is also crucial at any point of the day that you're going to decide to work out because chances are you're not going to be eating a gigantic meal right before you go to the gym or hit your workout. So this harkens back to the thing, like things as simple as having a banana or an apple or something. I usually try to keep like a protein bar or a granola bar stashed in my truck or in my gym bag at all times yeah. just in case I forget something. Yeah, I usually put like some cheap, easy like fruit snacks or granola bar, something that's just easy to smash. Something yeah. smashable. Keep a smashable snack in your bag. Keep a couple of them in there. Yeah. And you're good. For sure. And we'll cover pre-workouts and supplements in another episode. Yeah, that that is an entire episode on its own, and we will talk about that very soon. When it comes to going to the gym, too, pick a good playlist. The perfect music can turn your shitty workout into a dance party, so take advantage of that. Build lots of playlists. Do you need inspiration? Find our account on Spotify for some pre-built gym playlists. Meathead Test Kitchen. You search it. It's there. Uh, first, I think, on Spotify, you'll find the podcast. Which, yeah. hey, check, hey, check that check out, out, too. Check out the podcast. BT dubs. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but find find some good playlists. You, you really need to figure out how to make this journey enjoyable. And I oh, feel yeah. like music is a key component oh, to God. that. A workout playlist is almost a must. Like, I can't work out without 
music. I just can't do it. It's yeah, not fun no, for me. It's like, not. Uh, how many times have you been doing something and your jam comes on and it's automatically just puts you in like hyper mode? Like sometimes I'll just keep adding and adding and adding to a playlist. Like if I just go on random on Spotify, mm-hmm. I just add, oh shit, I forgot about that song. I'm going to add that to there because the second great- it comes on, I'm just going to like... Yeah, that's a great function, too. If you have a playlist built, you can turn on. I hate it personally because it always gives me weird stuff that fucks up my algorithm in Spotify. (laughs) Right, yeah. But uh, (laughs) my Spotify algorithm's (laughs) fucked regardless. That's, anyway. Um, When when you turn on your, like, discovery button or slider or whatever it is, after your playlist is over, Spotify will suggest stuff that's similar stylistically to what you've been listening to. So if you have a playlist of 20 songs and you want to add shit to it, turn on the discovery thingy or I don't even it'll know. pick similar yeah. similar uh, it'll, music it'll give to you what's ideas. on there yeah and then you can just add it to your list and go exactly like sometimes I'll make a playlist based on my mood too like if I'm am I pissed off this day I'm gonna add this song to some this playlist so that I can punch this punching bag instead of someone's face I literally have a playlist <laughs> called everybody's angry <laughs> yeah and it's like Metallica yeah and Megadeth Pantera. Oh, Slayer, Pantera, (laughs) Anthrax. Like, you're having a shitty day. Put on some loud, heavy shit and go do your work. Yeah. It's therapeutic. It's absolutely so fucking therapeutic. Absolutely. Like, blinding lights comes on when you're on the treadmill. You bet your ass I'm going to finish that 800 way quicker than I normally would. Exactly. Like, it's it's magical. It's almost like motivation. Oh, absolutely. A good playlist is. I mean, think about it. It's to a rhythm. It's... Yeah. The beat. It's it's driving you. Mm-hmm. That's I for me personally, that's why it's necessary. I have to yeah. have music. I can't train in silence. It makes Agreed. me crazy. It's Plus weird. I can hear my I hear everything. I don't want to hear my heavy breathing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I would rather just shove some headphones in my ear. And... I know what I sound like when I'm making grunts that sound like I'm pooping right. while I'm deadlifting. Right. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> I already know. When you're headed to the gym, eat a snack on the way. We've talked about this before, but we're mentioning it again because it is important because you need to not fucking die when you get there. You need to fuel yourself for the work you're about to do. Yeah. And that's it. Exactly. Like, I, and you'll figure this out for yourself. Like, you'll know how long before you can have your big meal, like Mm -hmm. your lunch or your breakfast, your actual lunch or breakfast that isn't just a snack. You'll figure that out, but I typically, I'm like a two hour, I need a two hour window and then I'm going to need a snack before because I've used up my lunch or whatever. Yeah. Like I, you have to have something to feel your, in your body to feel what you're about to do. Yep. And don't forget to keep it simple. Don't get cute. Just grab a fucking piece of fruit and head out the door. Grab a granola bar. You can do like if you're gonna go run if you want something to really like a little longer lasting than maybe a piece of fruit have a rice crispy bar something yeah. that's got a little more starch in it yeah. um i mean shit you could even have a bowl of rice like it doesn't yeah. matter what it doesn't matter what you want to eat you just need to make sure that you're having something that's a little fatty and a little carby with a tiny bit of protein in it so that you're not super hungry as soon as you get done working exactly out. and then when you are done working out have another snack in your bag because post-workout recovery is just as important as the workout. And post-workout snack is just as important as your pre-workout snack. It can be the same thing. It can be something different. Your post-workout snack can be a protein shake. It's totally up to you. However you fill your macros for the day is totally fine. And remember, when you go to the gym for the first time, start slow, Mm -hmm. please. 
I'm going to plead with you for a second. For the love of God, please start slow. Don't injure yourself on the first day. You know how many people do that? You've made the commitment to start going to the gym and now you want to go every day forever and team no rest days. No, 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 no. don't no. do that. No. Slow down, start small, go two or three days a week at first. You need to ease your body into exercise. Start going, if you're doing two days, start going on Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. Gives your yeah. body enough time to recover. And if you're feeling okay, then you can always throw Friday in. Exactly. Start slow. For it, the love of God, please start <laughs> slow because your muscles are going to be pissed. Oh, So yes. be smart. Yes. If you've never worked out before, you haven't been going, you haven't even been to the gym in a while, you don't want to start going six days a week right out of the gate. Like, just don't do that. One, like we said, you could injure yourself and then you're going to be out of the gym for longer yeah. and you're not, you know, that just hinders your progress. Two, you want to build on the sustainability of picking a time frame that will work with your schedule. Like yep. we covered on a few of these episodes, you're trying to set yourself up for success here. You don't want to overcommit yourself to five days a week if that isn't something that you're used to. Chances are you're going to be sore. You'll want the extra rest, especially in the beginning. Yes, those first four weeks are going to be really rough. So start out with two or three days. The first two weeks, honestly, go Monday and Wednesday. And if you feel okay. Yeah. Start going on that Friday on week three. Right. And if that's okay, then start going the second Friday in week four. And yeah. then maybe you can start looking at adding another day. But don't, like, I've been doing this for years and I don't even go to the gym six days a yeah. week. I have two rest days, sometimes three, depending. Like, rest is important. Yep. Rest is just as important as your workouts and probably actually more important. Yeah. Because that's how you repair. Exactly. So give yourself plenty of rest. You don't need to be on team no rest days. Those, I don't like calling people stupid, but those people are not smart about how they structure their training. Right. Everybody is an individual that is free to do their own thing. That's just my opinion. Opinions are like assholes. We all have them and they all smell like shit. <laughs> exactly. So take that for what you will. But you don't need to go every single day to see results. If you're right. smart about how you go and when you go and you're consistent, the results will come. Exactly. They will. Patience. When you get there, warm up. Please do a warm up. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just do five to 10 minutes of cardio to get your muscles loose before you dig into any workout. This is essential. Always can be the bike and can be the treadmill if the elliptical is great. Yeah. You got shitty knees, bad ankles, use the elliptical. Exactly. You can make the elliptical an entire, you can make your warm up the entire workout. If your warm up feels good and you don't feel like lifting and you want to just do 30 minutes on the elliptical, do it. Cool. The important thing is you went to the gym exactly. and you moved your body. Exactly. I like to do at least fifth, like a 15 minute warm up, And that way I know that my body's ready to go. Mm -hmm. But then my pre-workout, I like, I'm a pre-workout fan. It's kicking in at that point. I know I'll be able to do the movements I've got on my list that day. And if the warm up didn't kill you, you'll be fine. For real. <laughs> For real. I used to have a, a, well, he's my trainer again now. And he would literally turn to me after I was, I'd be like, Josue, you're a fucking asshole. And he would be like, but did you die? Right. <laughs> and if you're like, if you're miffed on where to start with a, like a, a warm up, there's a ton of free videos oh, on YouTube so many. for warm up routines. So like many. Just, the internet is your friend here. It is. Look at YouTube because YouTube is a free source for you to learn almost anything by watching a video. Yeah. Take advantage of that. We live in an 
amazing, amazing era of technology. Use it to your advantage for something other than cat pictures and yelling at each other on Twitter, please. <laughs> exactly. When you get there and you're stretching, you can also do some dynamic stretches, things like arm circles, side bends, leg swings, lunges, toe touches, things that will get you loose. Yeah. Try to stay away from static stretches at the beginning of your workout. I was just going to say that. And the difference here, static stretches are those holds. So yeah. you're, you're holding onto your ankle to stretch out your quad. Those uh -huh. are static stretches. Dynamic stretches are movement. Which is you want, you want the movement on the front end because you are getting everything warm. Yeah. For work. You're getting your blood flowing. You can stretch your quads and your hams and your shoulders and stuff after. Yes. You and can it save feels those better later. actually after. <laughs> it does because your muscles are warm, so they cooperate better. Exactly. Exactly. Warm muscles will, you'll be more flexible at the end of a workout than you were at the beginning. Yep. That is something you will notice. It's really weird when it happens, when yeah. you realize it, like, but Whoa. that will come and yeah. it's cool. It is cool. It's super cool. Being able to touch your forehead to the floor while you're sitting is neat. Yeah. Like stupid human <laughs> tricks are yeah. fun. You're going to have a ton of them after this. So go do your thing. Enjoy it. Try to enjoy it. Try to focus on the task at hand. Remember those goals we talked about in the last episode? Have those on, on your phone. Yeah. Like look at them if you, need, if you need to pick me up before you go in. If you're feeling anxious... Do whatever you need to do because you know your brain better than anybody else. Do what you need to do to talk yourself into going. Positive self-talk is essential, and you really need to learn how to talk to yourself in a positive voice. Yeah, and remember, too, the reward here is that you went. Yeah. You did it. Like, yeah. you went. Awesome. You did the thing. That's all that matters. So if you're lifting weights, start with machines. Start with machines. They exist for a reason. Should you be on them forever? Not necessarily, but they're a great resource when you're learning how to move your body under stress. Start out by doing three or four movements per workout, then build from there after your body has adjusted. Start out with things like stay with the major muscle groups. Don't, don't try to get cute and just go right away and do the delt machine. Don't mm -hmm. do that. Right. Start with shoulders, core, back, legs, biceps. Yes. Those five groups are what you can start working now. And then once those five groups have a baseline level of strength, because your muscles need to learn how to work together again, mm -hmm. as you learn body awareness and body control. So don't, don't get, again, don't get too cute. Don't get too cute. Keep it simple. Start out. If you're a good basic workout for like the first day is like a push pull day. Right. You could do the seated chest press. You can do the seated shoulder press. You can do a seated cable row. Yep. You can do lat pull down. Yeah. There you go. There's your four movements. You started out doing three or four movements per workout. You're getting a good baseline and your body can adjust as you go. And before you even go to the gym, I'd select a basic weightlifting regimen. Yeah. Like you can find a ton of them for free on the good old interweb. A lot of them have reference videos that go along with them on how to do the specific movements and how to use the machines properly. And if you're at the gym, since you went, you're at a gym. You'll have your phone on you. Yeah. Look them up. If, you, if you're like, oh, I don't, I'm not really sure, watch the video before you do the movement. If you don't recall, you can always reference the video or all gyms have staff there. That's why they're there. Yep. They have a job so that you can ask them questions. They'll help you because it is their job. Don't also, be afraid to ask for help. A word of advice. The people at the front desk, the people that work at the gym are who, who's going to help you if something happens. Talk to them. 
Yeah. You know how many people I see come into the gym that don't fucking talk to the front desk people? Like, yeah. they I, said hi to you and you scanned your card and just walked by. Like, talk to the staff. Become friends with the staff because A, it helps you become more comfortable in your surroundings. Yes. B, you're building trust with the staff. Yes. And C, if they like you, if something happens, they're way more willing to help you than somebody that blew them off every time they walk into the gym. Exactly. I went, I asked for a form check once because mm-hmm. I wasn't in front of a mirror and I, it was a movement that I wasn't super familiar with and I wanted to make sure I was doing it right. So yeah. I went and grabbed one of the front desk staff. She wasn't a certified trainer. So she gra- went and grabbed the certified trainer that was on staff that day. And he like sat and helped me for like a good five to 10 minutes, made me do the movement, showed me different things mechanically to do, yeah. to do it correctly. Yeah. Like just don't be afraid to ask for help. You don't want to hurt yourself. They're there for a reason. They are there for a reason. You don't know everything. And you know you don't know everything because that's why you're doing this, to learn things, to improve things. This is where being humble comes in, I feel like. You learn learn how to be humble real quick when you don't know how to do something. Yeah. Uh, So be, be friends with the gym staff. Be nice to them. Talk to them. Learn their names. Say hi to them. Do these things because they're people. A, they're people doing a job. Right. B, they're potentially going to have to help you at some point if you need something. And then that helps you become more comfortable yeah. in that setting. Yeah. Especially if it's friends. something that you're not used to. You find, then you, you're you more familiar with them. You're, it's just a way of getting yourself more comfortable. When you're scared to go to the gym and then you go and you spend five minutes having a really cool conversation with the person at the front desk, you finish that conversation like, oh shit, that was cool. All right, let's go work out. Yeah. And then sure. it's just a thing you do. And it's not a big deal because yeah. it's not a big deal. People go to the people go to gyms every minute of every day all across the world. Like what you're doing is making you anxious and it could be stressing you out. And that's fine. That's understandable. You're doing something new that comes with the territory. But you're not coming from Mars and right, dropping right. yourself. Like you're, yeah. you're not an alien. You're not. So try to stay out of your head when it comes to being too self-conscious when you go to the gym. If you can swing hiring a trainer or a coach, I do recommend it. It's helpful to have someone watch your form and make sure you're not overdoing it in the beginning. This is a big life change and it never hurts to have someone hold your hand while you're getting started. If you are having monetary issues and you can't afford that, that's fine. Not everybody can afford to have a fucking trainer. And I get that. If, If you really, really, really feel like you need one though, there are ways to work around it. You can always find some, either somebody online, yeah. somebody in person. There's always yep. someone out there willing to help you. You just might have to look a little bit. Yep. We might have to do some homework. Again, that's where YouTube comes in too. There are trainers that will put their entire mm-hmm. repertoire yep. up on their YouTube page for you to The view. internet's your friend here. It is. It's great. We talk about accountability a lot, mm-hmm. but accountability I mean, it's kind of everything, especially when you're going to the gym. Accountability is one of the best ways for you to stay consistent. (gasps) Fuck, it's that word again. And motivated. Post in your Instagram story that you're going to the gym. Throw up a tweet. Tell one of your friends that you're going. Something to make sure that you don't blow off your commitment. Absolutely. Accountability is, aside from goal, like, probably second on the list of uh, after goal setting. It's super important, especially in the beginning. If you don't have a person that you're going to the gym with or talking to about what you're doing, always feel free to reach out to us either on Instagram 
or Facebook at Meathead Test Kitchen, Twitter at, 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 at MTK Staff, or the email machine, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. If you want to call, call yourself on social media by posting your journey, you don't have to go back on it or post later that you're starting over again. You don't want to have to do that. Like It's not good for you either. No. So I know for me, that always hurt when I'd have to post uh, day one again. So if I call myself out, that was a way to keep myself going because yeah. I didn't want to have to be like, yeah, or I didn't follow through. It's it's debugging your own bullshit. Yep. It really is. It's the classic battle of you versus you. And that's yeah. all that any of this is, is you versus you. This is Absolutely. a very personal, very individual journey. Absolutely. And your mileage will definitely vary. So do whatever you need to do to make it work for you. And if that means creating another Instagram page, if you want to make a Fitsta just to post your, your journey, do it. That way you're not, that's what I did after a while because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was annoying the fuck out of my family and friends that don't care about fitness. I made one that way. That's a good space to do that. Make a Fitsta, start using hashtags. And people will start finding you and following you. And this is how you build your network. This is how you yeah. build your training friends, your like-minded people. Absolutely. This is this is how you win. Yeah, it's another win. It's you gotta those need to pile up for you. Yeah, <laughs> little wins, little wins, little by little, every day. Everything is a win. And once you after a week, you've got a fucking bucket of them. For so sure. Like, don't blow off your commitment. But also, don't be shy about sharing your journey with people. This is your journey. And it's kick-ass that you're doing it. So you should celebrate it. Yeah. You're doing something that takes a lot of time and patience and physical energy and mental and physical strength. And if somebody can't recognize that you are doing a great thing for yourself and they have something negative to say about it, make your Instagram, make your posts, do what you're going to do. If anybody says anything about it, Tell them to get fucked. Like you, you don't. You we have enough fucking cinder blocks tied around our ankles as adults in the world these days. You don't need one more fucking thing making you feel shitty. So yeah, don't listen to it. Tune you it out. Have to tune. You're it You're gonna out. have to tune it out. You will learn to tune and, that shit and out. You may not be able to get that person out of your life. No, but you can set a boundary too. Be like, hey man, if you don't have something positive to say and you don't like this or whatever, yeah. like that's you. But I'm still going to celebrate my wins because this is my journey. Yeah. These are my goals. This is what I am doing for me. Yeah. I'm sorry that you don't like what I'm doing, but this isn't for you. Exactly. Exactly. Like, just don't. Set boundaries. Don't entertain that shit. Don't let it, don't let it occupy any space in your brain because it's not worth your time. Nope. And if you can't currently hire a personal trainer, find someone to go to the gym with you. Having an accountability partner is just as important in this journey. Like, personally, I drug my husband to the gym kicking and screaming the first day. I literally had to look at him and say, put your fucking shoes on. We're going to the gym. Yeah. Because we were both fed up. And I knew that he wasn't going to do it, but I knew how fed up and upset he was. So I was like, fine. Yeah. Fine. Guess I'll do it. So like I I took him kicking and screaming. He was so pissed at me. He was so mad at me. And after the first week, he thanked me. He's like, I'm so glad we did this. Thank you. Yeah. And there are still times where he'll turn to me now and he'll be like, thank fuck that you made me go to the gym. Like, I don't know what I'd be doing otherwise. We all need to be held accountable. And that's going to look different for each individual. But take someone you trust and are comfortable being awkward around because that's essential. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, I'm almost positive that you can find someone in your life Mm -hmm. that will go with you or is already currently going to the gym. 
If you have a gym membership, a lot of places now offer free sessions with your membership for people to come and try the gym out with you. And depending depending on the gym, some even have a built-in bring a friend, a friend feature. As long as they go with you, yeah. then they get in for free. Yeah, that's a great, a great tool. If you are looking at doing this on a budget, because sometimes health and fitness isn't the most cost-effective thing mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, if, if you do want to do that, if you can do the two for one, that's key. Like that's clutch. Yep. Check that out. Do your, I mean, there's so many gyms out there. There are so, so many, especially in Nebraska. Yeah. Oh my God. They're everywhere. Uh, Like every, uh, they're like fast food restaurants. Starbucks. (laughs) Every other corner. CVS, Walgreens, (laughs) scooters, and gyms. Yes. Yes. Everywhere. Everywhere. Welcome to the Midwest. Hi. Get a training journal. <laughs> Record your workouts. You'll want this data to look back on later. So write down your exercises, your sets, and all the reps that you do. This is going to help you know what you want to try again next time. If you'd like a free training journal template, we've got a couple up on our website, meatheadtestkitchen.com. Scroll down to show notes and click on this episode, which is episode number seven. Yes. Uh, training journals are key. We've like you said, designed a couple of pages for you guys to use for free. Um, If you don't know how much weight you used last week, how are you going to build on what you've been doing? How will you recall your measurements so you can track your progress? Remember, the scale is only a tool for data collection. It doesn't tell you the whole story, just a tiny percentage of it. So keeping track of all those things that you've been doing and seeing your results on paper, that always helped me push myself a little harder. I mean, yeah, it's really hard to know where you're going if you haven't really accounted for where you've been. Exactly. Like that yeah. makes it that makes it really really difficult sometimes to stay motivated too. So get that journal. It doesn't even have to be an actual journal. Like you can print these you can print these pages off and make a binder if you yeah. want. You can get a notebook. I've had I've had everything. Like I've yeah. paid $25 for a fancy ass training journal. I've used a notebook. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, and you will find a format that works for you yep. when it comes to just recording trial and workouts. Error. Yeah, just just try it. Try it. You'll like it. <laughs> I stole that from Yo Gabba Gabba. So you survived your first workout at the gym. Good work. Now you need to support the work that your body just did. So eat or drink a shake in the next half hour. It'll save you from that post-training crash. The NASM says that recovery from training is becoming recognized as one of the most important aspects of physical activity and overall wellness. And to be honest, we could do an entire episode on the importance of recovery. We will. We probably will. <laughs> recovery is one of those things that's super important, but also super overlooked. You have to be willing to listen to your body. When you hurt, pay attention. Take an extra day of R&R. Go for a walk or hike or bike or do something other than lifting weights. Yeah. Give your body a rest. Just don't overdo it and end up injuring yourself because then you're not going to be able to go back in a couple days. Example, uh, Phil has a shoulder that's kind of shitty sometimes because we're all old now and we have old people problems <laughs> where joints just randomly hurt. But uh, he's his left shoulder has always given him issues the entire time we've lifted weights. The other day we were doing uh, push presses with a three count on the up and he got to, I think, like rep six on set three of four, and he shut it down. He's like, my shoulder feels like shit. I'm done. Yeah. And he quit doing that movement. Yeah. He went on to, he went on to the rest of the workout. If you can't always get through the prescribed sets and reps, that's okay. That's all right. You did something. You did least. something. Yeah. Remember, you're working towards things. You're working towards an end goal of whatever this, you know, your, yeah. your preferred method is. Get there by starting small. Sometimes you're not going to finish a workout. Sometimes even I don't finish a workout every now and then. Like, I have days like that. You're normal. You're normal. Exactly. 
Sometimes we just say, fuck it, I'm done because this feels like shit. You know what? I'd rather you do that than push through the pain and end up actually hurting yourself. Exactly. So be smart when it comes to your training. When you're thinking of recovery, you can break it down into three categories. Immediate recovery, which happens in the short time between your reps during the workout. Short-term recovery, which happens between sets or intervals. And then training recovery happens between your workouts or competitions. So your training recovery is everything that you do outside of the gym. Yep. That's your sleep. It's your, your intake of your food. It's everything that you're doing that will complement what you're doing in the gym. Let me tell you this delayed onset muscle soreness doms. She's a bitch and Uh. she's something you're going to have to learn to deal with the beginning of finding fitness. And when we say injure, we mean you're physically injured. We're not talking about your muscles hurting. Your muscles are going to hurt. So here, let's talk about soreness versus injury real quick. Just a quick baseline. Soreness is like that pulsating, like burny feeling you get when you've you know when you're a muscle. Yeah, you know, you're tight. Yeah, I you're call tight. It tightness. A little tight, a little sore. Yeah. A little, it just burns a smidgen, yeah. but you're not going to die. Injury is if you feel like you're getting stabbed. If you're yeah. doing a movement and you, like, if you can't finish the movement because the pain is so excruciating. Stop. Please stop. Doing it. Please stop. A, stop doing it and don't do it again until you have somebody that can tell you how to do the movement, show you. Yes, yes. This is why machines are important. Yep. When you first start, don't go straight to the free weights. Don't go straight to the free weights right away. You don't want to do that because you open up a lot of of opportunity for hurting yourself because you don't have stability yet. Right. You don't know how to hold your core and your back tight so that you can get optimum pull on a on an upright row. Like you have a lot of pieces that aren't there yet. So use these, use these machines and you're going to want to employ recovery techniques like warm baths Mm. and massages to help with some of your muscle soreness. If it's too bad, go hop in a hot bath with, I don't know what it is about Epsom Epsom salt, salt. but it's fucking magic. I like, I still get sore all the time. My muscles are always sore. I I actually love muscle soreness you just get used to because being sore like yeah I kicked ass then you know that's how I feel about it now uh-huh. but honestly I just I had to do eps I try to do that at least once a week yeah just to ease that muscle soreness a little bit invest in a foam roller foam rolling hurts by the way dude you can get a foam roller on wish for five dollars yeah. and look up youtube videos yeah foam rolling oh my god foam rolling fucking hurts. it does hurt it's supposed to hurt you're breaking up uh-huh. all of that buildup in your muscles that's yeah. the point of it foam rolling helps you break up the lactic acid yes. that gets stored in your muscles yes. during a workout it will help and that's what with, helps you be sore yeah and it will help with the soreness it'll kind of ease yeah, it out but it does away. hurt it does hurt. And foam rolling, watch a video. Yes, yeah. Look up, there's tons of them. There's, there's a whole a catalog of yeah. them on YouTube. There's a million. A foam yeah. roller or even, I have I have the groovy thing. I call it the fucking devil stick. Oh, yeah. Where you yeah. roll it on, you're like, oh, God, yeah. it's hard plastic. It yeah. just feels like shit. Awesome. <laughs> Fitness. <laughs> you need to sleep. You're going to have to, you're going to have to sleep more than, I, I bet, I bet right now you don't sleep enough. Nope. I'm just going to guess because you're not getting your full eight. A lot of adults don't get their full eight. If I get less than eight hours of sleep, I am a dog shit taco. You're doing yourself a disservice if you're not getting your full eight hours every night. Try to start setting up a bedtime routine to help get your body into the groove of going to bed at a consistent time every night. Try to 
I mean, you can do the, the light blocking glasses. You can do the no phone thing. Like we'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about sleep and recovery and mm-hmm. a lot more in depth. We'll talk about setting up your bedtime routine, what that can look like and things yeah. like that. Get your sleep period. Yeah. Like it should be high up on your priority list. Sleep is highly underrated, especially when it comes to fitness. And it's so damn important. It helps in recovery just as much, if not more than taking the extra rest day. I can tell a significant difference in my performance from a day after not getting quality sleep or enough sleep versus getting seven to eight hours. Usually those are the shit workouts. Yeah. The two things that will derail your workout the fastest, lack of sleep and lack of food. Yep. You need to eat and you need to sleep. It's, I, I get being a night owl. But you, if you want to be successful on this journey, you're probably going to have to reevaluate your sleeping habits. Or if you have a job that can allow it, shift your schedule. I am yep. a night owl. I'm up till two, usually two or three. Right. Like that's just, my mom was, my mom's like that. I, yeah. I've always been like that. So I get up, you know, if I go to bed at two, I'll set my alarm for 10, 1030. If I go to bed at three, I set it for 1030 or 11, yep. you know, like you just gotta, you gotta get into that routine and don't. Don't, don't overthink it. Like it's just sleep. Yeah. You just need more just, of it. Yeah. Figure out a way to get more of it into your day. If you're a morning person, I've been working out at 6 a.m. for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. So I get up probably between 4.45 and 5.30. I'm in bed by 10. Yeah. I don't like to be up past 11. I, I mean, I can vouch for that because that's <laughs> when my brain starts like running at full capacity is like 9 p.m. So I will like send you 25 messages and then at 4 a.m. I'll get a message back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Sasha's awake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just have to readjust and it's fine. It's just, you're readjusting a lot of things right now. Just add it to the list. It should be a priority for you. It should be. Sleep is super important and we will talk about sleep and recovery in more detail very, very soon. I, I really hope we can uh, get our friend on to talk about that because yeah. that'll be a great discussion. Going to the gym really isn't that scary at the end of the day. It's people just like you finding time during their busy day to make their health a priority. And now you're one of them. Congratulations. Yay. And just remember, we're here for you. If you have any questions or concerns, you want to yell about how much your fucking muscles hurt because they're gonna. <laughs> Anything that you need, feel free to reach out to us. Join our Dom's support group. <laughs> yes. Either Facebook or, or Instagram at Meathead Test Kitchen, Twitter at MTK Staff, Always, you can email us, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. And if you missed anything, something wasn't super clear that we didn't, ex- like if you're, you're doing whatever while you're listening to us talk about this stuff, so I know every now and then you might miss something, find our show notes. They're on our page, and it's essentially the bones of what we cover every episode. You yep. can find our resources. So earlier I mentioned the NASM article. You can find that link. You can find any bios of our guests on the show, uh, recipes, the playlists and stuff we mentioned uh, last week, you can find all that under the show notes. That's a yep. great resource for you. Also, if you have a friend that maybe doesn't do podcasts or whatever, send it. Like we want yeah. this information to go out to anybody and everybody. Yep. We want to help everyone if we can. So show notes, if they can't make time to listen to the podcast, whatever, shoot them our notes in an email. Yeah. Check those out. They're a really great resource and they are up right now at meatheadtestkitchen.com on the podcast page. And... Hopefully your first day at the gym didn't suck. Yeah. If you need to listen to this again, when you go to the gym, if you haven't gone to the gym yet, listen to this while you go to the gym for the first time. For real. Yeah. (laughs) 
listen again. You'll you'll do it and you'll be fine. I promise you'll be fine because we both used to be gym noobs too. And now I can walk into any gym anywhere and feel completely comfortable doing my thing. That, that is nervousness doesn't last forever. No, it'll but. be gone after a month. Yeah. Just You're stick good. with it. Yeah, all right. You can do it. <laughs> Me head test kitchen. Out, out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. MTK.